Good afternoon, Packers fans. Aaron Nagler here with your Packers Daily Chat, coming to you live on the Cheesehead TV social channels on a Thursday as the Packers have a bye week. No game this weekend, so nothing really to look forward to as a Packers fan as we get to stew over that embarrassing loss to the Raiders on Monday night for a whole nother week. My goodness, I, I, I hate the bye week. I hate the bye week. But one thing that should be giving us hope as Packers fans is on the other side of the bye week, hopefully, maybe, just possibly, we see the return of Aaron Jones. Help me, Aaron Jones. You're my only hope. Yes, I'm quoting Princess Leia because I feel like I have been left in a distressing situation with no hope in sight. But wait, there's a new hope. It's Aaron Jones returning to the offense. Because if you look at week one and their offensive output, you see how maybe not effortless, but how much more consistently they're able to move the chains and or score points when Aaron Jones is in the lineup. No secret that he is the straw that stirs the drink on offense. Their efficiency goes way up. Their ability to get inside the end zone goes way up. And I'm not saying that it's impossible for them to move the ball, especially against this Denver Broncos defense without Aaron Jones, but he would make everyone's job exponentially easier if and when he gets back out on the football field. And here's the distressing part. There's no guarantee that he will be out there against the Broncos. Matt LaFleur certainly left that door open when asked earlier this week if he expected Aaron Jones to be available after the bye week. No foregone conclusion there. And I know, I understand the hamstring is a tricky thing and you don't want it to flare up and you want to make sure it's absolutely 100%, which clearly it wasn't heading into that Raiders game, which is why they shut him down. You hate to think, though, that we would have to see this offense yet again operating without its best offensive weapon for yet another week. Even if it is against the quote-unquote lowly Denver Broncos, it's not like the Las Vegas Raiders came into that Monday night game with some lights-out defense. They have one really great player. And outside of that, the Packers should have been able to make things work, and they absolutely couldn't. Who knows what the approach will be? Who knows what LaFleur and company will draw up game plan-wise for the Denver Broncos, but it will be exponentially easier if Aaron Jones is out there. Hello to everybody in the comments section. Good to see you all. Hope you're all doing well, getting ready for the weekend. Sans the uh, <laughs> anxiety or stress of having to watch the Green Bay Packers play a game of football. Uh, before I get to all your comments, though, you know what I got to do. I got to give a shout out to our friends over at Firecracker Farm. Spice up your game with Firecracker Farms, amazing hot salt. Everything is better with hot salt. What is it? It's sea salt infused with ghost, reaper, and scorpion pepper. It's great for grilling, dips, in cocktails, you name it. Who makes it? It's a family brand made by hand in small batches, not in a factory. The guy that makes it is cool and a friend of Cheesehead TV. He, his wife, and kids grow the peppers on their farm and make the hot salt right there. And Right now, Firecracker Farm is offering a 20% discount for Cheesehead TV viewers and listeners for a limited time on your first order. So go ahead, go to firecracker.farm now, place your order, and get ready to spice up your game. Don't forget to use CHTV at checkout for 20% off. That's firecracker.farm, promo code CHTV for 20% off. How's everybody doing? Good to see everybody mixing it up already. Good to see Brandy here. Brandy's always here. She's a stalwart. Love to see it. Uh, Mimsy starting us off with a chat. What's up, man? Only 10 months till Corey Banky is on hard knocks. 
I mean, that's the yeah, that's the, trending that way. If the Packers don't make the playoffs, they are uh, absolutely 1,000% got to think at the head of the class for hard knocks. And yes, the NFL can compel them to appear much like they did with the Jets this year. Two years in a row without making the playoffs means you are wide open for hard knocks. And yes, I got to think Corey Banking Company there at Shadow Lane across the street from Lambeau will be featured at some point. Scott, thanks for Super Chat, man. Best play of the game was the Zach Tom flop. Well, I should have uploaded the video. I mean, it was pretty freaking hysterical. I don't know, man, though. I, I think Jordan Love's stiff arm of Max Crosby probably gets my vote. Abdul, what's up, man? Thanks so much. Hey, Aaron, what's Meyer's issue? Strength? Leverage? Doesn't know playbook? Do you see him staying at center for the rest of the season? If they're going to make a change, the bye week is the week to do it. So we'll see coming out against Denver what the offensive lineup uh, offensive line lineup is i thought there was a chance they might make a switch heading into the vegas game clearly they clearly they didn't as for what's his issue it's just a lack of consistency if it was just one thing i think it'd probably be easier to fix you know if it was just oh, he's got to get stronger well you would hope a couple off seasons in an nfl weight program would have done that for him but i don't think it's just strength and i don't think it's just technique i think it's everything happening at the most inopportune times at moments you can't script for. You just don't know from play to play which Josh Myers you're going to get because here's the distressing part. There's plenty of film that you can look at when it comes to Josh Myers and say, oh, that's pretty good. The problem is, is that you can, <laughs> can look at plenty of other film where it's really bad and it's never just one thing. If it was, I think they could utilize, at least try to scheme around it or, or come up with ways to mitigate it. But it's just so inconsistent. You don't know. You don't really know when it's going to strike. And I think that's the distressing part. Now, could they make a move at center? 100%. I think, again, if they're going to do it, this is the week to do it. So we'll see on the back end of the bye week. Well, we won't see anything in practice. Media is not allowed basically during team stuff to see any of this kind of work they do. So we'll see in warmups in Denver next week. Benjamin, thanks so much, man. Hey, Nags, long-time listener, first-time Super Chatter. Well, thank you, Benjamin. Appreciate the support, man. You and Corey are awesome, and I almost spit my drink out when Corey went nuclear regarding Benkert on transplants. <laughs> Corey and I have slightly different viewpoints on Kurt Benkert and his comments about Matt LaFleur, but I really appreciate you checking out transplants and the Super Chat. And, uh, yeah, you know, Corey's going to have very strong opinions about everything having to do with the green and gold. I don't always agree with them all, but I do love talking to him about the Packers, which is the whole reason she said TV exists. And I understand myself or Corey probably aren't everyone's cup of tea, but I'm, I'm glad you enjoyed it. Thanks for checking it out, man. Ed, thanks for the super chat. Love walked out on me and didn't even close the door. Great Dixie Chicks song that I forgot about until now. Hopefully love and the offense will never give me reason to think of it again. Ed out here. Quoting Dixie Chicks, it is hard out here for Packers fans in 2023. My goodness. Rodrigo, thank you so much. Hi from Mexico City. Packers fans worldwide, what's up? How you doing, Rodrigo? Does LaFleur need to simplify the playbook with all the young pass catchers we have? Go Pack Go. Oh, that's There's a lot of layers to this question, Rodrigo, which I really appreciate. Somewhat probably yes. But at the same time, you are in the NFL. You're supposed to be running an NFL offense. And yes, you are beset with youth and inexperience at most of the wide receiver positions here in Green Bay in 2023. A little bit. 
I think. But at the same time, some of it is just down to details. Um, I don't know if you, anybody has watched JT O'Sullivan's Jordan Love breakdown this week, but there are a number of times where he points out the spacing is just poor. And I do think at times it's people with you know mental errors, not being finely tuned into the details of route running in the NFL, how important it is spacing-wise to have guys not running right next to each other or running into the same spot. It's not great for the quarterback, who, by the way, probably knows the offense better than anybody on the field, but also sees a picture of kind of chaos at times with all these young wide receivers. So, yeah, th does he need to simplify it? Maybe just a little bit, but I don't think you go exponentially like install 101 stuff because that's really easy to defend. At some point, you're in the NFL. You've got to be able to try to attack these defenses and what they're trying to do to you, um, certain coverages, what have you. I don't, and here's the other thing. I don't think Matt's so far put anything out there that's insanely complicated. I do think he's gotten a little cute with some of the run concepts, the motioning guys into the backfield trying to, you know, misdirection plays into success rather than just lining up and firing off the ball. Some of that is probably mitigated or, or in response to the fact that his offensive line has been pretty terrible when it comes to making things work in the run game. But yeah, is there a need to possibly simplify things? Maybe a little bit. But again, you can't go overboard with it. You are in the NFL. You are a professional. you got to be fine-tuned and dialed down into the details of running these routes. You know, And that's Vrabel's challenge as a wide receiver coach this season in particular. You've got a whole bunch of youth out there and a whole lot of guys who have no experience. And this is their on-the-job training. And we're kind of living through it as fans. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. Abdul, thanks, man. True or false, the safeties have played much better than we all thought, and they're not the liability we were all worried about. As usual, the I think the truth is somewhere in the middle there. I think they are probably not the dumpster fire that a lot of people expected. I think Rudy Ford is coming off probably his best game in green and gold, to my eyes. Um, but it's not like they've been dynamic playmakers, and it isn't like Darnell Savage hasn't been pretty up and down throughout the year. So 
I do think some of the fears were a bit overblown this summer. I think people had visions of, you know, long bombs going over the top consistently because or big plays breaking free because of safeties being out of position, etc. But I also think, you know, there's something to the fact that when you play the style and the system and the scheme that Joe Barry employs, it lends itself to, okay, just be the last line of defense, play your 20 yards off on the too high shell, then come up and make whatever tackles are necessary. You know, and that somewhat helps your safeties not look like the problem. Um, I do think there are plenty of plays you can point to where there are issues at the safety spot. But again, yeah, no. If your expectation coming into the year was like they are going to cost us games, they're going to be a complete sieve on the back end, that certainly hasn't materialized. So, yes, better in that regard, no doubt. Uh, Mario, thanks, man. Is it fair to criticize Watson to see more effort and make a play on the ball with his size? It seems like he has the ability to make a play on the ball. Mario, I assume you're referencing the final play, but I would extend that out to pretty much every ball thrown his way. Um, yes, you'd like to see more effort. And I understand in that last play, he's fallen away. He does get pushed by the defensive back, but it's the NFL, man. Go make a play. That is your ball. And that one I almost understand as far as he was open for a bit and then he gets underthrown and you're expecting the ball to come to you. Yeah, I'd like to see him go fight for it, but I kind of get it. The one that I have a tr- I have trouble with is the first or the first ball thrown to him that was intercepted, uh, the second interception on the night from Love, where he's cutting that DB basically runs the route for him. You got to drive through that guy and at least, if not catch the football, break it up so that the defensive back doesn't have the ability to make a play on the ball. That is your ball. You have every right to it. Go get it. And that goes on. You know, I talk about that all the time with defensive backs, but defensive backs are supposed to not be. They're supposed supposedly not used to that like offensive players everything is set up for you to have the advantage you got to take advantage so yeah overall answer to that question is yes i'd like to see a little bit more effort from watson in all parts of uh you know catching the football so to speak and here's the thing i i'm pretty sure that watson knows this himself right going back and looking at at that tape I don't doubt for a moment that he and the coaches will say, yeah, I got to be more aggressive, but pretty much in every aspect too. It's not just going after the ball and trying to go and that's my ball and bustle through and make the catch, but the explosion at the top of his routes, exploding in and out of his breaks, like all of that I think has to be a bit more intentional when it comes to Watson's game. Um, and this is part of it, right? Like you're a young receiver, you know, pretty big numbers last year when he did play, you can't just come in and expect those things are going to come to me again. They, you got to do it all over again each and every year, and the great ones do it, and that's why they are great because they are consistent in those aspects of the game. Um, let me see here. Uh, Rob, thanks, man. Watson ceiling, a Deshaun Jackson type, don't see number one. Well, Rob, he's still young. He still hasn't even played a full season yet. Can we let a kid play? Why is everyone so anxious to label kids? I just don't, I mean, I guess I get it, but like even that don't see number one. Okay, he's played what? Nine, 10 games in his career? Let him learn, let him grow, let him develop. Talk to me in year three. Year like two, when he missed half of last year and missed three, four games this year. Can we let him play a little bit? Y'all just want things like that drives me nuts janice thanks to super chat 
Have people forgotten Favre and had Sharp, Rodgers, had Driver and Jennings? Rodgers struggled last year, and he had Lazard, MVS, and experienced tight ends. Give love a break. Janice, there is certainly something to that. No doubt about it. And as I, I said earlier in the chat, he knows the offense. He's the one guy out there that probably knows the offense the best. So undoubtedly, he's looking at stuff and going, where are you running? Why are you doing that? Aren't you supposed to come back here? Like, I have zero doubt. Like, that is definitely playing into some of the struggles. But at the same time, I think Jordan would tell you himself, like, there are decisions he needs to make, and he needs to be better at not putting the ball in jeopardy. Um, there are some plays, certainly, and I said it after the game, I don't kill him for the last two interceptions. Like, he's trying to make a play there, especially in that second one. You want Watson to drive on the ball a little bit better. But that first one, it's god-awful. That's got nothing to do with experience. That's got nothing to do with the wide receivers. That's got everything to do with Jordan Love basically predetermining and going, I'm ripping this no matter what. And I get he didn't see the backer, but it's like even if that backer isn't there, the other guy probably intercepts it. That's a terrible fucking play. And he's got to learn from that. And what sucks is like if you watch the All-22 on that play, if that play is covered, which it is, if he just holds the ball a tick, Watson comes sc- reaming open deep over the top on a deep post with a deep B basically in his wake. And if he comes to it late and sees it, he's okay. And he just launches it. Probably a big game. Oh yeah. Yeah. These are the trials and tribulations. These are the frustrations that I talked about all summer. Hopefully. Now the key is to see growth from this and to see, you know, a, a quarterback take those lessons to heart and, and, <laughs> absolutely grow and get better from them. Uh, Mario, thanks again, man. Jordan loves stiff arm on Crosby was probably my favorite part of the game tape. Uh, yes, that was awesome. I talked about that a little earlier in the chat. Uh, probably my favorite play of the game. Abdul, thanks again, man. Do you see them looking better post buy? They essentially had a buy we- last week and played the worst D and were hard to watch. Just wondering how things will be different. The name of this video is... Help me, Aaron Jones. You're my only hope. If they have Aaron Jones on the field, they will look exponentially better. If they don't, it's probably going to look similar. Maybe a little bit better as far as the efficiency goes. Picking up first down, score some points early. I don't see them struggling mightily against the Broncos, but you know they are their own worst enemy. First down is killing them. They got to stay ahead of the sticks. If Aaron Jones is out there, they're going to do that. If he's not, it's going to be a struggle again, is my guess. I mean, that's all it is, is a guess. Um, watching from Bucharest, Romania today, Steve. Thanks for checking out the stream on Facebook. Really appreciate it, man. Well, what else we got here, folks? Loves in his fourth season should have the system down, expecting him to be a little sharper. Well, this is what we're talking about, though. He has the system down. No one around him does. I'm telling you, man, go look at J.T. O'Sullivan's breakdown on the QB, QB school on YouTube. You'll see what I'm talking about. You know, it, he does have the system down, but that doesn't mean everyone's in the spot they're supposed to be every single play. You know, I, I, there are better decisions he can make. There are certainly things he needs to improve upon, but his knowing the system ain't one of them. He knows he's got the system. Brandy, I love it. Rust. After the bye week, rust talk incoming. Yeah, hasn't that always been the thing? Like, they have a bye week and they come out and like, oh, they haven't played. They lost their momentum. Well, right now they have no momentum. So hopefully it's a reset. I don't know. That's my that's my hope. Abdul, thanks again, man. 
Just playing devil's advocate, we keep pointing to Bears game as evidence Jones will help. Was that just us playing the Bears and that will look like we did against the Lions when he played? Uh, They moved the ball, at least. I mean, Aaron Rodgers kind of you know had trouble against the Lions. There's no doubt about that. But they moved the ball with Jones in there. No. I get your devil's advocate here, but yeah, no. Got nothing to do. I mean, the Bears suck. Don't get me wrong. But yeah, no, they'll move the ball if Aaron Jones is out there. I guarantee it. Guarantee. That's my ball is a mentality on offense and defense that can't be taught. I think you're right as far as like it can't be taught inherently like this is how you do it. But I think it can be emphasized repeatedly and hopefully some of it filters through. You know, you got to like at least drill the idea into the guy. Uh, You know, you're doing your players a disservice if you don't. Uh, but you're probably right as far as like, yes, you're not going to magically instill that within a guy just by teaching it or emphasizing it. But you got to emphasize it. Rob, thanks, man. Like love with 87, 11, 13 seems more hero ball with nine. Yeah, maybe a little bit. I will say, though, that first deep shot he takes to Watson. I mean, Watson's got to catch that. I get it's not the greatest ball. He probably should have put it out in front of him a little bit more to the inside of the hash. but. It still hits Watson in the hands. Catch it, man. Um, and yeah, he's hit some out routes there. What I'd love to see a little bit more of is running everybody else off and having Watson come in underneath on a shallow cross and let him use that speed horizontally to get vertical. You know, I hopefully we'll see a little bit more of that because I think they've kind of gotten away from some of the shallow cross stuff, the mesh that we've seen throughout LaFleur's time in Green Bay. I think Watson could really kill with some of that. Um, rather than trying to, you know, consistently hit him vertically, let him u- use that speed horizontally to kill some angles. I think that would be a lot of, a lot of fun. Seth, thanks, man. Why do you think Lafleur abandoned the play calling that works so well against the Bears and Falcons? I don't think he has completely. I think he's taken different approaches dependent on what the defense is. You know, um, not entirely, um, but you, I don't think things have changed drastically. Like. Obviously, we had a bunch of really fun things that hit early in the year, whether it was the throwback screen against the Bears or the flea flicker to start the game against Atlanta. But I think the approach has been similar. Um, But I would like to see them get back to involving the wide receivers a lot more. Um, The last week, I just didn't understand the approach. I mean, Patrick Taylor had five targets. That's probably four too many. Bucky, thanks for being a Care of the G Club member. Really appreciate it, man. Is it me or does Matt LaFleur need to lean on quicker routes in the passing game to get the offense going? I see way too many long developing routes recently. I mean, I get what you're saying, but a lot of that is a product of being behind the sticks. And they did try to throw it short early on in that game on Monday night. I think depth of target like came way down comparative to what they did against Detroit. I, they were just continually backed up, man. Uh, behind the sticks you know outside of that first drive where i think they at least moved the ball a little bit they just kept finding themselves in you know really disin this disadvantageous that's not a word is it uh really bad (laughs) down in distances where yeah you can throw it short but you're probably not picking up much um but to your overall point i think generally he's probably better served if he does do that um and like i said i think he tried to do more of it against the Raiders they just didn't have many opportune times to try and make it make that work as an approach um Quinn thanks man 
Brutal game to be at, but still keeping the faith. Also saw Charles Woodson at Mandalay Bay before the game, which was awesome. That's cool as hell. And uh, hopefully, maybe you saw Will Blackman, too, because I know Will was hanging out with him at the game on Monday night. All right, everybody, I got to get going. I cannot thank you enough for hanging out, talking Packers each and every day, Monday through Friday, right here on the Cheesehead TV social channels. Please do me a monster favor. Hit like on the video, subscribe to the channel, and then tell your friends and tell your family, Cheesehead TV, we are devoted to Green Bay Packers fans worldwide. Thanks a lot, everybody. Have a great night. Go Pack Go.